0: It was one of the most devastating days in my young life. September 16th, 1984, the day Idora Park, an amusement park in Youngstown, Ohio, closed its doors forever. Idora Park was the site of my very first roller coaster ride. They had a roller coaster there called the Backwabbit, a wooden roller coaster where the cars actually went backwards on the track and that was the first roller coaster I ever rode. I remember thinking how exciting it was because I lived in Youngstown and this roller coaster was so close to me I could ride it all the time. Unfortunately for a variety of reasons Idora Park had to close in September of 1984 and I never got to ride the backwabbit again. That was very hard for me. Young five-year-old Jeremy was definitely heartbroken. But I credit Idora Park with generating a very special part of me, my lifelong love of roller coasters. Do you like roller coasters? Hi, my name's Jeremy Udell, and this is Oodles of Financial Advice. You may be wondering, why is this podcast that I clicked on thinking I'd get financial advice Talking about roller coasters. Then again, a roller coaster may sound familiar to you if you've recently been watching the stock market. Indeed, these last few months have felt like being trapped on the downhill side of a roller coaster for miles with our stomachs dropping out of us the entire way down. That can be really hard, especially after this long run-up we've had since 2008. We only had the one down year in 2018 since 2008, and that was only down negative six. This has been a really tough time, and it's made some of us pretty sick. Speaking of getting sick, it reminded me of a time in my 30s on a roller coaster. For years, as I said, I'd ridden every roller coaster I could, and I remember when the Manta debuted at SeaWorld in Orlando. And I said to myself, that sounds amazing. It's a flying roller coaster. You don't sit in it. You literally fly. You ride horizontally and fly above the water and into the loop-de-loop. Sounded amazing. And I couldn't wait to ride the Manta. And once I got on it, it was everything I hoped. It was so much fun. I must have ridden it five times before I finally said, you know what? I'm ready to try the most insane, intense part of the roller coaster, the very back car. And on that sixth ride on the Manta, I got on the back and was whiplashed through the loop-de-loops and twisty turns. And as we pulled into the station, I will never forget that very first time that I thought to myself, No more. I am done with this roller coaster today. Was it because the Manta was a little different than anything I'd ridden? A different, more intense type of roller coaster, and I'd just ridden the back of it? Possibly. Was it because I was a little older, moving into my 30s, and maybe a little bit more susceptible to motion sickness than I used to be? I think that's possible as well. And indeed, when it comes to riding the roller coaster of the stock market, some people find they can tolerate the big ups and downs that we get in the stock market sometimes when they're a little younger. Why? Because especially with our retirement accounts, we're probably a lot further away from needing that money anytime soon. And while it may not be fun to watch those big downs like we're having right now, we can tolerate them a little more without getting as sick. Whereas if we're in our 50s, 60s, or 70s where we're close to or maybe already spending that money, Watching our accounts drop 10, 15, 20% can turn us green. I have people calling me regularly of all ages asking what you should do in this stock market. Well, the truth is, that advice is very personal. It's very specific to your financial situation. But I, what I will say is if you are a little older and still riding that roller coaster, maybe because you really like that ride it still might be time to consider getting off such an intense extreme roller coaster, or maybe not riding it quite as long, and finding a little gentler ride as we get a little older in life. That's just a general piece of advice. For some people, if you can tolerate that roller coaster into your 80s, that's completely up to you, and I hope you enjoy that ride. But for most people, as you get older, you might not want to ride the roller coaster as much, either at one of the amusement parks or with your investments in the stock market. I've talked a little bit about roller coasters here and the fun of riding that ride, but sometimes people aren't riding the stock market because it's a lot of fun. They're riding it because they think they have to. They think that that's the best way to get the best rate of return, and everyone knows the higher rate of return you get, the better off you are. I saw an NFL game this week that made me question some of the comments I've gotten recently of, well, I need to stay in the market no matter what because I know that's the best place to get the best rate of return. And if I get the best rate of return, I have the biggest and best financial plan I can possibly have. There was a game in week two of the NFL where the Cleveland Browns were beating the New York Jets by 13 points with less than two minutes left. They'd increased the lead to 13 on a touchdown by Nick Chubb. It was under two minutes, and he broke free from about the 11-yard line and ran towards the goal line. He'd already scored two touchdowns that day. If he'd have just taken a knee on the one-yard line, the Browns pretty much could have run out the clock and given the Jets no time to come back and win the game. Instead, he scored. And the Jets got the ball back quickly and managed to come back to win the game. Now, that was a very unlikely win for the Jets. To be fair to Nick Chubb, it was really unlikely that would happen. But it did. What does this have to do with your financial plan? People often tell me, Jeremy... I don't want to be more conservative with my investments because I won't get the same rate of return. When I ask them, okay, what are you doing with those investments? Do you need all of them? Do you need them to keep earning the most rate of return possible to sustain your lifestyle? We do the math, and oftentimes we found out, no, they really don't. In fact, they might have already all the money they'll ever need during their lifetime, and then some. But they're still trying to get the highest rate of return possible. When I ask them why, they don't know. To me, that's like being in an NFL game, saying, I'm up by more than enough points to win this game, but instead of just running out the clock, I'm going to keep trying to score touchdowns. You can continue to score touchdowns if you want, but that might open you up to more risk of losing the game. It's the same way with our financial plans. If we've already got enough money to live on, should we really be taking so much risk with that money? With the understanding that when we see a market like we see right now, that a big drop could actually take us out of the range of outcomes where we are feeling really, really safe? If we'd have just invested more conservatively going forward, might we have locked down the time and know that we never have to worry about running out of money, running out of enough income to last us as long as we live? It's certainly a possibility that in certain circumstances, going for one more touchdown or two more or three more touchdowns doesn't make as much sense as just running out the clock. If you want to find out more about what you should be doing with your financial plan, we do that here at my firm, Udell Associates, and you can feel free to give us a call here, 941 951 or shoot me an email, jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com, or comment as much as possible and tell me what you think about running out the clock versus scoring as many touchdowns as possible with your financial plan. I wanted to close out my first podcast here talking a little bit more about myself and introducing myself to everybody, especially because I talked about some interesting things today when it came to financial planning, roller coasters and football. Why is that? I was born in Youngstown, Ohio right between cleveland and pittsburgh where football was king we didn't have great ocean beaches nearby we certainly didn't have big huge mountains nearby although the alleghenies certainly weren't that far away but what we did have were football and roller coasters i was about two hours away from cedar point which is one of the best roller coaster parks in the country and also, Cincinnati has King's Island, where perhaps my favorite roller coaster of all time, The Beast, a wooden roller coaster, exists. And every time I go and ride that ride, it just makes me so happy. It's who I am as a boy from Ohio. Now, we moved down from Ohio in 1990, and I definitely love Florida, consider it home, and never plan on moving out of Florida. But at the same time, that oh, those Ohio roots still grow really strong. Now, I am actually a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers from Pennsylvania. My grandfather my grandfather was born in Pittsburgh, in Squirrel Hill, actually, and he raised my father to be a Steelers fan, and he dutifully raised me to be a Steelers fan. In fact, one of our great family memories is of going to Detroit, Detroit, in 2006 to watch our Steelers win a Super Bowl. That was maybe the paramount of our family's history although we've had some other great moments together um, you know my work with my dad and my mom and my sister in my firm and it's fantastic I love being part of my family's business and we all love our Steelers but interestingly we love NFL so much that we've adopted a second team we're also fans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers we have been since the Tony Dungy years interesting some connections there Tony Dungy actually played for the Pittsburgh Steelers he coached for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So when he took over as head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the 90s, it was pretty easy to start saying, well, that's a little bit like our team in the South. In fact, Tony brought the Tampa 2. That's the name of the defense the Buccaneers play. Well, it's a version of what the Steelers used to play in the 70s. Those Pittsburgh Steelers teams won four Super Bowls. They won them in 74, 75, 78, and 79. I was born November in 1978, so I don't remember any of those four Super Bowls. Uh, My early memories of the Steelers were them being bad in the 80s and, you know, successful, but never champions in the 90s. So that's why when they won that Super Bowl in 2006, it was such a big moment for all of us. But at the same time, uh, you know, we love our football and I love my roller coasters. I'll never forget taking my wife to Cedar Point. Actually, to be fair, she took me to Cedar Point because I missed it. And uh, we rode roller coasters together until we both got sick because, you know, we were a little older, maybe not as prepared for that kind of ride. But um, while I might not be able to ride roller coasters as much as I used to, I still love a good roller coaster. Love the NFL and looking forward to talking to you about many of my other interests, like my four dogs. Uh, For those on the video, you can see I've got one in the room here with me today and, uh, you know, look forward to chatting with you about all sorts of things having to do with financial planning and otherwise. This is Oodles of Financial Advice with Jeremy Udell. Feel free to reach out to us, comment, like us, whatever it is we do with podcasts. This is my first time podcasting and I look forward to many more. You can call me, 941-951-0443, or shoot me an email, jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com.